Shomrabyog. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Tiny Room. Welcome back to our Shomrabyog. I'm the Michael of Michael and Benjamin's podcast, and I am joined by the man who is to dating what he also is to podcasts. It's Benjamin. You're going to have to explain that one for the listeners there. Sorry. You've been on a date. <laughs> That's it. That's the joke. The music for the podcast. We don't actually have anything music. <laughs> that was the entirety of the joke, Ben. <laughs> Benjamin. Look, Ben, there's very little news this week. There's nothing. Well, Michael. there's probably not nothing. We, we haven't been looking. <laughs> we haven't been looking. We've been a bit preoccupied. In we? our world, when we haven't looked at something, nothing's happened. Nothing has happened. Benjamin, I don't remember any new trailers. Nor do I. Did we talk about Bloodshot? I thought. I think we talked yes, about we did. Bloodshot. We it last week. Yeah. Traditionally, Ben, trailers come out on a Monday is something we're starting to realise. Real pricks. Yeah, Hollywood has it in for us. Hollywood has it in for us. They heard we were doing the coveted Michael and Benjamin's podcast every Sunday and they said, well, let's stick it to these sons of bitches. They're afraid of independent media, Michael. They're afraid of independent uh-huh. media taking all their time. It's the most awkward way I've ever seen mm. someone drink a glass of water. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's, it's pretty good. I mean, water it's, drinking uh, technique. good is a strong adjective. It's certainly effective. Good is a... Mm. You know what is good, though? Go on. The new television series, Picard. Oh, boom. Seamless segue, as Very usual, good. Michael. Go on. Benjamin, are you familiar with Star Trek? No, no what's that? My, no, I'm kidding. I am, yeah. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows Star everyone Trek. Everyone And everyone knows that, categorically, the best captain is probably Cisco. But Picard is also good and popular. <laughs> what a jape. What a jape. <laughs> but this uh, series, Ben, this is a Star Trek series for the modern world. Tell me more, Michael. It's... Have you ever watched The Next Generation, Ben? It is very much a product of its time. No. It's an 80s, late 80s, early 90s, ship in a bottle. A thing happens each week and then we reset and made for syndication. You don't need to watch them in order. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a little anthology series it's well, within, it's an anthology a, within a series set universe. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's always the same. It's, a se- it's definitely a series, but... You know, this is from the era before continuity really became... I'm sorry, could you say that word again? Continuity. (laughs) Continuity. Children Uh, listen to this show. Continuity. (laughs) It's it's from an era before um, serialization became really important in television. Yes. And uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Ben, was really the first Star Trek series that gave it a go at kind of a serialization. Yes. Took a back step then on Voyager, really. Was but Voyager the, any good? I never know. It was all right. Sky One showed it very often. Yeah, it was. It was. It was all right. It was. It was kind of like the Next Generation, but with a motley crew rather than a crew of paragons. No, no perfect people here. No, no great. But I think probably the best one was Six of Nine. Seven of Nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, <laughs> Star Trek humor for you there, <laughs> or just misplaced teenage angst. But then. The new TV series, Picard, we probably shouldn't call them TV series anymore. It's on Amazon. It's not. It's the new streaming the series. The new streaming series. Picard. Star Trek Picard. Yes. It's a big divergence for Star Trek in a lot of ways. First of all, it's the first Star Trek series in a long time. To feature a bottle of wine. There's lots of wine in it, but it's also set in what you would call the original timeline, the prime timeline. <gasps> prime line? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we have Discovery... Which a lot of Star Trek fans are a bit 50-50 on. Exactly. How do I feel about this? Yeah, and that's a kind of prequel, but a prequel set in an alternate timeline that doesn't really make sense. Mucky. The the movies branched off into their own timeline, Ben, the Kelvin timeline. (sighs) 
And this is this the Chris Pine verse? Yes, yeah, the Chris Pine verse. The Pine verse is a is a spin off of the main verse. Bloody JJ Abrams. But it's Keep not a complete fingers out of our bloody Star Trek pie. But now we're back. We're back in the main timeline, post Voyager, post Deep Space Nine. Um, the last thing that chronologically happened in that timeline, Ben, was the film um, Nemesis. No, Star Trek. The the two thousand nine Star Trek with Chris that, Pine. With Chris Pine, that starts in, for want of a better term, the original timeline. Okay, and then whoever the the baddie blows up Romulus, you'll remember. Yes, and then travels back in time, and that incident sets up the star, the new Star Trek timeline. Yeah, because Picard died at some point in one of the movies, didn't he? Or no. Was there not something like that? Was no. there not a big thing where he was cloned and there was an evil Patrick Stewart? Yeah, it was uh, It was friend of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Tom Hardy. What's that? Yeah, Tom Hardy played young, <laughs> young Picard. Young clone Picard. What? In Star Trek Nemesis. It's one of his earlier film roles. What? Yeah, go back and look at it. It's brilliant. <laughs> But anyway, wait, 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 What's a Shinzen? Shinzen is a pl- clone of Picard who was raised as a Romulan. Oh, sorry, I thought it was a type of clone. No, or something. no, okay. no. And and he's played by Tom Hardy with a shaved head, Gas. doing a kind of number one voice. Gas. And you know the terrifying thing is, Counselor, I could actually see five lights. Gas. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what are we talking about? Star Trek Picard. Yes. So it's said after that Romulus has been destroyed. And the Romulans have scattered across the galaxy and become kind of refugees and... Oh, very topical. Very, very topical, very Benjamin. Topical. And Picard has... The IMDb says two Romulans. I think it's a Romulan and a Vulcan. But on his ranch, not his ranch, his maison, his vineyard. Yeah, Picard doesn't have a ranch. He has a French vineyard. Yeah, if, or as an my, Italian or French vineyard. It's French. It's Chateau Picard. <laughs> his name's Jean-Luc, goddammit, Ben. But oh, how silly. On his vineyard, or as my good lady friend called it, vineyard. That's not how you say it. No, I know. Well, I tell her every time, but she doesn't care. She's like, Chate- shock. Chateau, yeah. Um... He has two bloody Romulans living with him. I think one of them looks like a Vulcan, but that doesn't matter. And one of them's Irish. No! Yeah, it's brilliant. A Please don't tell me the Irishman is working the vineyard. She's a lady. Oh, she's oh, a lady. Yeah. Oh, look at me assuming gender, huh? Yeah, no, she's a lady. She's uh, an Irish lady, but she's a she's an alien. She's an Irish alien. It's brilliant. It's so what confusing. What does she do on the, on, on the she chateau? She appears to be like the housekeeper. And oh. His, his confidant. Oh... Yeah, that's a little bit post-colonial, isn't it? It is a bit, but I think that might be on purpose. I think that might come back to to bounce back on us. Does that. she join the team, or does she stay in the chateau? The, te- the team is not established by the end of episode one. Okay, but he is going to. It's going to be a Jean-Luc Picard, you son of a bitch. Careful now. Yes, Language. I'm not waiting to die. <laughs> I'm not living. I'm waiting to die. It's time I did something about this situation. I'm getting up. Magneto. What is the situation? Mutants. Well, the situation is synthetic spin. Blade Runner. Yeah, they have bombed Mars, which is where the Romulan refugees were. Bloody replicants. Yeah, so and the Borg seem to be involved. It's very complex. But Ben, it's beautifully shot. Looks expensive. 
looks like a film. Amazon's got that big. They got that big, big, big money. They got that big money, Ben, and it's very good. Huge budget in their pants. It's uh, yeah, it's it has started on a very strong note. When they wear speedos, they're called budget smugglers. Yeah, exactly. Even though, but that's very good. That's mm. one of your best jokes. Mm. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, very good. The coveted Michael Leonard <laughs> giggle. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, there's an Irish person. <laughs> She's an alien. <laughs> Which makes sense, really, because why would all Romulans have American accents? They, they wouldn't, Michael. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't. Rom- so she, Romulans have a deep and varied culture. Yeah, so the, the, she's a Romulan who learned English in Claire. The actress who plays her name is Orla Brady. She couldn't be more Irish if she tried. She's a Romulan. She's a bleeding Romulan, I tell you now. John Luke, if you don't eat them black bloody coddle that I made for you, I'll give you a slap in the head. Down the Romany plex. Yeah, old ball bollocks, yeah. So yeah, no, Ben, you should watch it. It's very good. It's very enjoyable. Okay, I'll go take. I'll, I'll go take a look more because I because I'm a member of Amazon Prime and can do mm, that. Yeah, and uh, a friend of the podcast, Patrick Stewart, in it. Now, Ben, I saw another thing. You didn't come because you were struck down with a vital case of coward's blood. Thank God for that. But on in Cinema Club, Ben, on Wednesday night, we went to see a film. I'm going to describe the film to you, go on. and then you tell me what film it is. Yes. Okay. Can so I there, take recurring guesses as you? No, go No, no, no. You can only get one guess. Okay. So, Ben. In this film, yeah, uh, we have Will Smith, and Will Smith plays a slightly aging lawman who's the best at his game, mm-hmm. and he's kind of a ruthless killer, and you know he's he's the best. Okay, until someone from his past on a motorcycle starts mysteriously killing all his old connections. Dun, dun, then dun. he finally manages to have a showdown with him. And it turns out to be some some evil vestige of his past who's like a younger, stronger, fitter version of himself. And then he chases him through South America on a motorbike. Oh. And they have a gunfight. So which film is that, Ben? You're describing the Will Smith, Jaden Smith murder trial, aren't you? Ah, <laughs> very good. No, I was actually, Ben, I was hoping that you'd get this. Cause it Gemini was, Man. There you go. Very it's good. Gemini Man. Oh, you did get Michael, it. You just ruined the bit. I did get bit. it. I was just... It's not Gemini Man, it's Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys, <laughs> Bad Boys 3 Life is the joke. Bad Boys 3, 4, Life. Bad Boys 3, Life. That's what it. That's the joke I was trying to do that you've ruined. Do a little giggle for my joke, go on. <laughs> Very good. And uh, yeah, that's that's the plot of Bad Boys 3. Will Smith has made the same, same film twice. What I, what I did enjoy, Michael, while, whilst you were probably watching the actual film, mm-hmm. I've been passing the posters for Bad Boys 3 slash Bad Boys 4. Bad Boys 3 Life is Bad Boys 3's Life. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I know. Why would you call it Bad Boys 4 Life when it's Bad Boys 3? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any, doesn't sense. any sense. Bad Boys 3 Life. Um, Martin Lawrence, Lawrence yeah. has received some wonderful Photoshop treatment in the posters. And if only they could have done that in the movies. Yes. He's a much slimmer, more jawlined man in the he, posters. He does look like he's come straight from the set of Big Mama's house. Forgetting to take off the suit. Yes, yeah, so well, that's what I was implying. He, he has put on quite a bit of comedy weight. Um, <laughs> but... It's all right in the film because that's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah, because he's he's setting into their, yeah they're past their prime. Well, he's past his prime. Is Will Smith supposed to be past his prime? Well, he Will Smith's refusing to recognise he's past his prime. Ah, a classic male ego dilemma for exactly. a film. Yeah, mm, very it, good. It's actually been not horrible. It probably wouldn't be. Will yeah. Smith is incredibly charismatic, and the Bad Boy films are enjoyable by all means. I didn't. I I didn't see them. <laughs> Yeah, neither did I. I've never seen a Bad Boys so, film. Yeah. But they've done very well, Michael. They've done all right. People constantly say, bad boys, bad boys. But that's a what famous you song, do, you see. What you gonna do when they come for you, bad boys, yeah. bad boys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Good podcasting. Yeah, it's great. Top of, <laughs> top of the range. Top, top, top. Two podcasters, past their prime, revisit their past. <laughs> Very good. Uh, what was I saying? I like to think we're just hitting our prime, Michael. It's surprisingly, yeah, it's all right. It's surprisingly all right. So, Will Smith plays pretty far from the Will Smith character, though. Really? Yeah, he's a bit meaner. He's a, a bit, bit depth. A, bit a depth? little tiny bit of depth. Mm. Not no, it's, no. it's no bloody Shakespeare's Hamlet and Juliet. <laughs> But his classic undiscovered yeah, play, yeah, his <laughs> the Midsummer Tempest. It's not. It's Hamlet's not that. back, and yeah. this time he's got a time machine and a girl who's inappropriately young and a girl who's uncomfortably young. Uh, but yeah. we'll acknowledge Ralph Fiennes and Cara Delevingne in Hamlet and Juliet. I'd watch that. That sounds really good. Yeah, um, good pitch, pitch. Yeah, bloody ah, oh, pitch, please for next week. Yeah. Now, what was Dunzo. I saying? Yeah, you were saying that it was grand. There's a bit of it's depth. Fine, yeah. It's quite mean. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a huge amount of depth. Ben, don't get carried away. And it is the plot of Gemini Man, but it's fine. It, I I found myself uh, smiling quite a bit during it, during the chases and the kicks and the the gunshots, and it was stupid, but. You know, and a Leonard fine. smile is a smile you can trust. Exactly, unless he has he's an, talking about jujitsu. He has an almost age-appropriate love interest. Oh, almost. She's like forty-two, and he's what's he fifty-five? But at least she's not twenty-five. Age-appropriate. At least she's not twenty-five. Yeah, then. it doesn't matter when yeah. you get past thirty, Michael. Once everyone's past once 30, everyone's it's past fine. thirty, is fine. It's fine. Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say then after that? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. Yeah. yeah well, what fine. else did you see this week, Michael? Ben, I saw the thing that was your idea to see, but then you got struck down by a case of coward's blood. <laughs> I, am, I am currently the patient zero of coward's blood. Yeah. The, the coronavirus is. Well, that's going to age this oh, podcast. Isn't no, let's the not, coronavirus. Let's not go is, there. That's a bit of a tragedy. Is, is it? Yeah. What's on. going on? Lots of people are dying in China, Michael. How many? Forty-one today. Is Doctors a, included. Is that a lot? It's not a lot, but the Chinese government are doing that thing where they cover it up, and it's it's really awkward. Hmm. Anyway, what was I saying? Go on, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Speaking yes. of horrible things that happened. Speaking of horrible things that happened, it's very good, Ben. I thoroughly recommend it. Yes, I've so I've heard, Michael. So it's I've heard. Thoroughly enjoyable. The most impressive thing about it is the de aging technology they use on Nick Frost. Because he's a young man, Michael. Yeah, he's a young man. He's a little fellow. And you have said, Michael, previous mm-hmm. to seeing this particular film, if they ever make a Nick Frost biopic, yep. that young man Let's get that be young in because he's uh, very, very Nick Frost. I was watching an interview with Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. uh, and he said he basically walked in the door, sat in the chair, and he was like, "Right, you're in the film." Yeah. Um, apparently, even the way he walked into the room was just wonderful for Taika Waititi, and that was it. He was bloody sold. Um, now, Ben. It's not a bloody laugh a minute good time. It's not supposed... I think it's the trailer your, is slightly misleading. Yeah, it's set during the Holocaust, Ben, which you'll be familiar with. Because... It's it's pretty famous. I think you mean infamous, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, but yeah, go on. Know, it's not a laugh a minute good time, for, by any stretch. Now, I should it, bloody fucking hope not. It does make fun of Nazis. Which is fine. It makes quite light of Nazis and makes them appear ridiculous. Yes. But also horrible and murderous. Oh, good. Yeah. There's a nice and balance struck like between we, the two. We we do come into the story when the war is a foregone conclusion. So the Nazis know they've lost. Oh. So it's only the kind of kids who are delusional about what's going on. Uh, hence the quote from the trailer, it's not a good time to it's be a Nazi. not a good time to be a Nazi, Jojo. Which is yeah. funny because he has an English accent, but it's it's good. It's very entertaining. It's, it's but it's not a it's not a laugh a minute riot of of jokes and japes. How scarred you? Mm, very attractive, as per bloody yeah. huge, and a bit of a, you know, you could accuse her of being a bit of a manic pixie dream mother, but 
you know, that's probably... Remember, the whole thing is set from the perspective of a 10-year-old boy, so... Yes. Fine. That's how he probably sees his mother. It's all fine. Yeah. It's all good. It's good. Well, I mean, uh, once again, as almost always, Sam Rockwell is probably the best thing in it. Just The man just steals a, a movie. Yeah, he just can't help himself. He just uh, steals a movie. Stephen Merchant is very good as a kind of slender man Nazi. He only has one scene, really, but it's a very good it's scene. Great old scene. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a bit of uh, it's a bit of a Wes Anderson. I should try and go see it. It has a touch of the Wes Anderson. I think it's out of cinemas now, Ben. Oh, I don't think so. It has a touch of the Wes Andersons oh, about think it. So. Imagine if Wes Anderson did a film about kids during the Nazi times. Cool. It's good. Cool. I think you should see it. Fair enough. I will do my best. All three things this week were good. I enjoyed Picard the most. You've been doing very well, Michael. Yeah, I know. Doing very well. I enjoyed Picard the most. Jojo Rabbit second most and Bad Boys three life fine would not watch again but it didn't come out angry that's good yeah that's good and it's also not in horrible high def like uh, Gemini Man oh, remember how weird. Gemini Man was in such high def you know this is all this is Coward's Blood Coward's Blood you haven't seen any films no, have you ne- ever seen a film never then? seen a film <laughs> never seen not a one not a one film have I seen um, that doesn't stop me from pitching them though, Michael. <laughs> Very uh, um, so, uh, a couple of weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, pre-Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, we took a look at he. No, I got this wrong last time. He man. No, um, that's not it either. But anyway, we took a look at He Man, and um, I had been fascinated by the documentary, the toys that made us, the mm. toys that made us, Michael. Um, and I was, I was, I had gone down the the rabbit hole of He Man manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And I decided to do a, one of our one of our coveted segments, Pitch Please. Pitch Please, although we only did come up with a name for it last time. Uh, with Black Cat, yes. Um, oh, was it? Okay. It, was, it was first pioneered with Black Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've come back to it, Michael, because there was a part two to my pitch. Um, and we, we were all waiting on tenterhooks mm-hmm. to hear about part two of the pre-man so Benjamin, movie. Yes. You're going to have to Craig David us and very briefly, briefly fill me in on what happened in the first part. We were making love by... No, uh, no, that's a different song. Sorry. sorry. Fill me in. Fill me in. Tell us what happened in the first part of the pitch. <clears throat> so, we're introduced to the land of Eternia. Oh. Uh, it's slightly war-torn mm-hmm. at this particular time, Michael. Yes. There's a big bunch of sweaty lads. I believe the last time we were on the podcast, we called them Leather Daddies with Swords. Yeah, very sweaty. Uh, <laughs> and... They were gearing up for a big old tussle. Yeah. Um, and the tussle that they were gearing up for was against the bloody horde. Horde of mutants. Uh, horde of mutants, mm-hmm. um, as we so eloquently put it on the podcast last mm-hmm. time. Yes. And they were going up against each other and they were going to they were gonna have a bloody kerfuffle. Yep. Have an elf um, And what happened next was uh, we were introduced to the hero of Eternia. And he was a big, muscly lad. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wait a minute. He doesn't have blonde hair. What's going on? That's not the He-Man that we've come to know and love. Oh, no, it? it's bloody Kalor. Oh, bloody yeah. Kalor. And anyone who's a, a big fan of the He-Man lore will know that Kalor mm-hmm. uh, is... Mouth stopped working there. Sorry, is Skeletor pre face melty shenanigans and pre blue before he was a skeleton? Yeah, before he was a skeleton. Um, So Kalor, it turns out, is the hero of Eternia at this particular time. And the glimpse that we get of Eternia at this time is they're not very nice people, Michael. There's a little bit of an imperialist bent to them, Mm. and we don't know how we feel about that. Racist. Uh, Yeah, they're a little bit. They're a little bit racist. They're a little bit superior. Mm -hmm. Um, There might be some bloody. Bloody experimenty things going on. But anyway, they decide mm. to strike an unethical blow in the war against Hordak, who is mm-hmm. the, the current despot running the, the Badlands of Eternia. Yes. And they decide to secretly assassinate him. 
Mm. Um, and they, they go about doing that and Kalor is the, the point man on the whole job because Kalor is the bloody hero of Eternia he's got the um, skills and we're introducing classic Eternian characters we get bloody Duncan or Man at Arms yeah um, we get bloody Kalor and then we get an unusual character who wasn't revealed until the end of the last episode bloody General Teela mm. um, who is the head of the bloody scientific unit and research and development of weapons for Eternia and he's going along and then it turns out the whole thing was a bloody ruse Michael they weren't going to assassinate uh, Hordak at all they were going to bloody steal the sword which is the famous sword from bloody whatchamacallit He-Man what's Thundercats no the sword of omens no Sword of Ra. No. The Sword of Excalibur. No. The Sword. Oh, I can't think of any more famous I can't swords. Think of his name. What's the name of the bloody sword? I don't think it's. Bloody He Man sword. Grayskull. <laughs> yeah, Grayskull sword. Let's call it that. This is really bad. We should definitely know the name of that sword. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you oh, do that and I'll spin my wheels. wheels. <laughs> um, so, anyway, um, there's a bloody betrayal. There's a bloody switchy, witchy, uppy, downy, roundy, toundy kind of thing. And uh, Kalor ends up on the bad end of uh, Captain Teela or. General Teela's bloody ire. Um, oh, it is a sword of Grayskull. Teela uses his thing to, sword to nick power. the power sword of sword. Grayskull. But he only gets half the bloody sword of Grayskull, Michael. He only gets half the bloody sword because it shatters as they escape. Oh, classic. Um, bloody, he sends bloody Kalor in first. Kalor clamps his hand down on it and all of a sudden, Michael, all of a sudden, yeah. bloody melts, gets a facey melty Indiana mm. Jonesy Raiders of the Lost Arky kind of bloody facey melt. Now here's a question, Ben, yes. which I may not have asked last time. Go on. When his face melts, does it become yellow or does it become white or is it a skull? It's a bit neon-y, jaded, green, mossy skull. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, it's, not, it's not pleasant. He doesn't get a young, he doesn't get a pure bone Hmm. Skull, it's it it's decrepit and decayed. Does he get a skull like Frank Langella in the nineteen eighty seven Masters of the Universe? Hopefully not. Okay, Hopefully good. it's a little bit better. Than that. It's actually quite good. That prosthetic, the prosthetic, yes, hmm. the movie, no, terrible movie, um, terrible movie. Um, so anyway, that's where we left off. We we were kind of introduced to the fact that uh, maybe things aren't so bloody great. Ben, the people, of can, people can listen to that episode. It's called Pre Man. It is. It has a wonderful picture of uh, Skeletor looking. Wistful, um, on the on the cover. If you're looking at it on YouTube, and you can find it, we'll, we'll probably promote both of them this week, Michael. So you can oh, find our previous episode if you want. Very intelligent. Um, furthermore, Michael, uh, something is rotten in the state of Eternia. Mm. Uh, to quote our our Hamlet and Romeo, uh, or sorry, Hamlet and Juliet upcoming screenplay. Uh, something is rotten in the state of Eternia, and that's kind of where we left off last time. So, Michael, yes. We're going to do an old 10-year time jump, and I know you're not a time jump fan, I'm not Michael. a bloody time jump. You're not a, you're not a bloody time jump fan, but it's important, Michael, because the last time we looked at this, we knew that Prince Adam was a young man. We knew that Prince Adam was... Well, he wasn't a young man, but he, he certainly... He was a boy. It's episode 130, if anyone's interested. And King Randor was, was adamant that his son grow into his teenage years in a, a peaceful environment. <laughs> so 10 years later, we're, we're jumping forward, and okay. the attorney that we saw in the, in the initial opening, mm-hmm. or the initial quarter of the film yes is a thing of the past the opening act I believe now, it's called in film parlance yes if you're good at anything if you're no. good at podcasting you'd probably call it by its the opening name. act film, um, film, film in the parlance. opening act we, we saw kind of a war ravaged one uh, uh, down on its look Eternia mm-hmm. and this time we see the exact opposite we see thriving a thriving kingdom yeah. Michael a thriving kingdom that seems to be gearing up for some kind of celebration are the people still leatherware oh yeah they've got their, oh, their leatherware yeah. no they haven't got their they haven't got their their 
battle their battle, ba- battle harnesses no they haven't got their battle well. harnesses on they've, they've, they're uh, kind of a medieval techno advanced society so we're, we're doing a little mixy wixy oh, yeah. oh, yeah. cyberpunk meets bloody medieval. Game of Thrones alright um, it, it's messy Michael it's messy okay I haven't worked out the aesthetics completely yet. Okay, all right. Anyway, they're gearing up. and from one Are of there the any towers, women or are they all just leather daddies? No, no, no. They're all leather daddies. There okay. are no women. There's no women in the attorney. This okay. is... Um, uh, He-Man is gay in this. this oh, is, is he? He's, he's fully gay in this. Okay. okay. Um, we're just leaning into it, Michael. All right. Uh, no, we'll get to that in a second. There's one man watching the festivities and we hear kind of a growl of just like some celebration and it's 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 a bit... It's a bit dour. Yeah. A bit dour. Yeah. And who do we see? Duncan. Duncan. Duncan Duncan's yeah. watching the whole thing from a from a ramp a parapet. A parapet. Mm. A rampart. A rampart again. Duncan, one, of the, one of the parts. To quote Duncan in the nineteen eighty seven for eighty seven for oh jeez. I'm a I'm a man at arms in the Eternian Guard. Yeah, well he's bloody same, same bloody king. Yeah, yeah. Um and he's bloody there and he's 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 not the Duncan that we saw in Act One. Mm-hmm. He he looks Maybe like he might have a substance abuse issue. Oh no! Maybe he's a little down on his look. He's on the what? What would the alcohol be called in Eternia? He's on the juice. <laughs> he's on the juice. Oh, he's on the juice. Um, no, what do we call it? He's from the the gray the gray, gray juice. Doesn't gray have a juice. Nose. Yeah, he's got the gray juice. Uh, Keep going. Skulker. We call it skulker. No, that's horrible. Uh, it's too late. It's going yeah. in. Uh, anyway, he looks like he has a bit of a substance abuse. He's on the juice yeah. uh, issue. Um, we can see that things are a bit rough around the edges with the old man at arms. Mm-hmm. Um, his his armor is distinctly tarnished, mm-hmm. um, and we find out uh, from from a young man yeah. known as Prince Adam. Yeah, a chunk that He's the captain of the guard now. He's oh. he's, a, he's a big he's a big boy. Captain Adam is or Duncan no 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 Duncan is right. Prince Adam is still a bloody prince. Oh, yeah. Now he partakes in daily training, but he comes up and he goes, "Oh, cheer up, Duncan! It's not so bloody bad." Yeah, I'm, I'm English in it. It's I'm, bloody, I'm bloody English. It's in all it. fine, Duncan. Um, yeah, well, I don't know where he's from, but we're from Eternia. Yeah, what, what are Eternians? What's what's the accent? Is it traditionally Irish. American? <laughs> Irish. Yeah. Ah, sure, look, Duncan, it's bloody grand. Yes. Um, so it turns out that this celebration is kind of like a bloody nationalist holiday for Eternia. Oh, good. Yeah, it's very oh. distasteful, Michael. Mm. But Prince Adam is, is distinctly pro-Eternia. He's like, oh, oh come on, be? it's our victory day. He this is the day we slew Hordak. You were there. You yeah. saw the whole thing. Uh, bloody Tila, you know, struck the first great blow against the, the Horde. And, mm-hmm. and he's like... He grew mm. up during the Celtic time. He grew up during the... Ca- he's a 90... He's me. Yeah. He's, he's a me. millennial. He's me. He's an Eternian millennial. Now, we're looking at a man who's about 1920. This right. Time, so we've done a, a distinctive time jump. Because yeah. we, we need an actor with a bit of range. So the actor will probably be 29. But <laughs> the actor's going to be 29. 20, yeah. The actor's going to be 29. Um, but it's going to be Hollywood 29. Okay. So it's fine. Have you cast? I haven't done have any, any casting, Michael. It's been very tough to cast. Mm. It's been very tough to cast this. Because once you make the jump to He-Man... Mm-hmm. He's a larger-than-life character intentionally, Michael. What about special effects? We, yes, we'll, we'll have special effects, but... No, what about if he's animated? What yes, about that, that, I've been thinking about an animated film. We're going to get that at the no, end. No, I'm not saying an animated end. film. No. But you could just make He-Man. We have the technology now where He-Man... Just is a larger-than-life creature. ...could be mostly CGI. Yes, that could be fun. It could be a terrible. It could be terrible. It could be terrible. See, this is the risk, Michael, but we're going to discuss that at the end. All so right. anyway... Blah, 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 blah. We're introduced to Tila as well, the, the traditional Tila that we know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Michael. Yes. Look how excited you are. Mm-hmm. And her and Prince Adam are firm friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very and she firm. is even more nationalist than he. Of course she is. Because her father is the great hero of the Hordak mm-hmm. slaying. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we find out from Duncan, he's like, just get ready for the tour. 
And we're like, oh, the tour. What's the tour? Be tour. Oh, goodness. There's a bloody royal tour to visit all the lands of Eternia in celebration of the 10 year anniversary of the slaying of Bordak. Very good. Um, so there's going to be a traditional kind of bloody uh, wave of the fist, the yeah. royal we, lots of meetings. And Prince Adam is, is entirely looking forward to this. He's yeah. like, won't it be great to see how grateful people are like for young, what we did? Like young Prince Harry before he like married Meghan Merkel and had to go into be- exile. Before he escaped the yeah. clutches of the royal family. Um, and so this is all happening and Duncan is just like yeah. and he's had enough right he's so, the juice we jump then and we, we meet Randor again so oh, yeah, Adam goes him. to speak with, with who's Randor who's he again uh, Randor is the king of Eternia oh, yeah, yeah. and King Randor is, is just a prick these days <laughs> he's good. just a prick yeah. um, he's like god damn it boy yeah why can't you do me proud? Yeah, I if had you your... fuck up this tour, I swear to Christ. Um, Remember what happened to Princess Diana? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that to happen, do you? Again. So welcome to yet another last podcast of the Michael Benjamin's podcast. Um, Jesus Christ, will you learn to drink water? Um, fucking grim. Um, so anyway. Anyway. Go on, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The tour takes place. We, we were introduced to Randor. He's a real prick. He puts a yeah. lot of pressure on Prince Adam. Mm-hmm. Prince Adam's like, no, my, my dad's right to do it. You know, I, I need to be a better I king. I have to be the king I of have the to Turnier. be the king. And he goes, look, and like Randor is well, not looking the best. It, it seems that this kind of utopian attorney they've built. Whatever deal has been struck is, comes at a, 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 is taking, a pro, taking a toll on them. It's a them. Faust's bargain. It's right. a Faust's bargain. Faustian is the idea. The only one, no, it's a, as in it's a noun, Faust's bargain. Faustian, yeah. Okay, it's a Faustian pact. Yeah, better. Yeah, happy now? No, fucking prick. <laughs> um, so anyway, the only one who seems to be really reveling in this is bloody Teela. Teela loves it. Bloody big, yeah. big boy Teela. Uh, oh, General Teela. General Teela. General Teela. Yeah. No, General Teela's loving it. I suspect he's the bad egg behind this whole mm, thing. He's the grim worm tongue. He's you, the Saruman. Might suspect correctly. Right. Uh, I'd punch him in the head of a zom. So anyway. Uh, Randor says some pretty unusual things to Adam. He says, look, you rule with How it. long is a fish? <laughs> Not quite that. Um, he turns around and he's like, look, if, if any of these peasants give you shit, you bring your hand down. Yeah. Okay, you teach them you why you're turning as the boss. Yeah. It's, 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 and, and Adam's like, I don't think there's any need, Father. I think no. they'll, they'll love to see me. And Duncan is like, hmm. So anyway, they go off on their tour and they begin to do their tour. And... It's 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 stiff to say the least, Michael. They meet the different dignitaries and everybody's there looking at him and kind of going, oh, it's, it's so nice to meet you, Prince Adam, you fucking... Yes, yes every, little bitch. Everything's um, fine. Now, Adam is no Adam is no slouch. We're not we're not going to do this wimpy milksop Adam that we had in the in the series. He's been trained by Duncan mm-hmm. since he was a young man because his father is a paranoid fruit loop. Mm-hmm. Um and so he's well trained and Tila and him spar all the time and they're again firm firm friends. Oh she's a, she's a kind of a warrior lady. Yes they're both warrior ladies. They've both been raised in that particular way. Now Tila obviously leans more on a little bit of science because her father is General Tila head of mm. R&D science uh, magic. back there in Eternia. And so we do the different tours to the different locations that we've seen in the, the animated series. There's a desert peoples. There's a bloody uh, swamp peoples. There's a bloody tar pits peoples. Oh yeah. Um, as we go along. So diverse. And everyone treats Adam the same way. It's kind of a gritted teeth. Good for you. Okay. Anyway. Adam begins to kind of notice this sour undertone to all Mm -hmm. the proceedings. And he begins to try and talk to Duncan about it. And Duncan is like, just leave it. Just don't leave it. Right. It's fine. 
Okay. And then two events happen that are very important for our character development of Adam. One is one day whilst traveling through the tar pits. Yes. There's a bloody there's a bloody attack, Michael. Well, the tar people from a from a well, they're not tar people, they're like tar assassins. Tar assassins. Okay. Um and they attack the, the caravan and returns. Now, when we say caravan, we're not looking at a medieval caravan here. It's a bloody techno-advanced caravan. Thing. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a bit of... Probably robot horses. Space opera. Yeah, why not? Robot why horses. Why not? In line with your Brave Star pitch. Let's have a few robot fucking robot horses. Robot horses. Um, Don't fuck them, though. So. Is that what you said? N- no. <laughs> In line with your Brave Star pitch. Oh, but you said robot fucking horses, and I imagine that was a... <laughs> robot fucking horses. <laughs> for the letter daddies. Uh, <laughs> so anyway... Gross. Anyway, during this, there's a bloody, there's a bloody little bit of techno magic going on yeah. here, and somebody opens a rift. Oh, not a rift. To somewhere else. The planet. Earth. And he calls forth a beast. Yeah. Only it's a bloody damn squid, Michael, and this tiny little impish creature kind of mm-hmm. gets flung out of the portal. It's got a big muzzle over its mouth. Oh no. And he's like, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Uh, and what they do is it's we played see by Christopher Walken <laughs> for some, wow. some reason. Oh, an imp with a muzzle. What's that for? Is he going to bite me? What's going to happen? Um, so yeah, anyway, that happens. Christopher Walken summons forth a little impish creature. Yeah. And then he does a bloody dickhead thing, Michael. Oh, yeah. What Everyone's do? dickheads in this what story, What do then? Oh, sorry, he doesn't have the muzzle on coming out of the portal. Oh, oh no. Oh, you've God. ruined it. You've shot your load, Ben. You've, oh. you've premature... He clamps a muzzle on the mouth. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's a bloody techno muzzle. And what does it do? Uh, Mutates the poor little thing. Mutates uh, the poor little thing. So it's all this like... And we see a, a pretty cool transformation scene. Um face goes very dark and it comes into this kind of big thing and mm-hmm. it's in tattered rags and it charges forward to kind of finish off the, the, the caravan of, mm-hmm. of Eternian. Yeah. Adam's up there and he's swashbuckling away and he's like, mm-hmm. why would they do this, Duncan? I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, look at my um, really and shirt. Moment and like, Duncan is just decimating people. Yeah, no on. mercy, just like wham, wham, like just eliminating like people. The group, in, the musical performing group Wham. Wham, yeah. yeah. George Michael just is taking there, them out. Away. Did I not say Duncan is played by George Michael? George Michael's dead, oh, Ben. Sorry. That's a very poor taste. Um, yeah, sure it is. Um, so this is where we get to see some pretty extreme violence. This is this is like what we call bringing down the hammer of attorney. He's mm-hmm. just, he's just ripping dudes Towering apart. People. Um, and we see have a hammer. We see at one Does point he have a mace. Usually, he he mm-hmm. won't touch the mace for some reason. Okay, so all right, all right. we can see he's swinging around. He's giving it a go, and all of a sudden he gets an injury. Oh, so no. he retreats very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Adam goes no, and he's having his big moment because Duncan is is pretty close to a, a gentle father figure as mm-hmm. he can get. And what happens is we see down behind the thing, bloody 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 man at arms is there taking some kind of uh, some kind of thing. The juice. Uh, the juice. Um, and what happens is he jumps back up and he's even fiercer than before. Um, so he starts swinging around and blah, blah, blah. And Adam is surprised by this. And Teela's holding her own down there with a bit of technology. And then the bloody creature charges in mm-hmm. and ruins their advantage. Oh, so really? everything gets flipped around. The caravan gets flipped up in the air. Everything's bloody destroyed. Even the robot horses? The robot horses. The fucking horses are gone. Oh, no. Um, they'll have to do their own solo work from now on. Um, so anyway, Teela recognises very quickly that the creature is mad mm-hmm. and she analyzes that it's coming from the muzzle so mm. bloody bloody adam takes a look and he goes right i'll get rid of the muzzle get the muzzle off i'll get rid of the muzzle and man at arms is like just kill it yeah and he's like no 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 we can just get rid of the muzzle yeah and he's like just kill the creature mm. and so man at arms charges in and we can see just how pumped up he is by the fact that he can take this creature and kind in of headlock. wrestle with it okay and Adam is like no 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 I'll get we'll the take, muzzle we'll so anyway the muzzle he gets the muzzle yeah 
And what do we find? Creature transforms back, but he's left kind of deformed and, and bigger. There's some kind of residue of the technology mm. left in his system. Okay. And this is Orko. Yay. This is how we meet Orko. You probably knew that from oh, yes. when we when we started. Yeah. So this is Orko. And anyway, they fight off the Tarsassans, and that's the end of that. And this is where Adam really kind of has his moment of clarity where he's like oh man who's bad people what is going on in eternity who's, who's bad people and who's good people so they interrogate one of the tar assassins mm-hmm. and he's just like and he spits at him are they made of tar it's a class i wish i wish but i feel like that's pushing the special effects budget i don't know how much uh, we're gonna get uh, for this uh, yeah, it might be i mean maybe if we get the amazon big books mm. the budget smugglers i mean that could that could <laughs> budget smugglers. that could do us a favor but that's i don't i don't funny. know it depends on how we're gonna get him so anyway this is our first interaction it's our first kind of character development thing and Tila has not learned anything from this. She's like bloody scum. And she's like, how dare you stand against Eternia? And now racist. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. And Duncan kills him. Duncan just like... Kills Orko. No, no. Tarman. No, Orko gets to stick around. I'm not doing dorky flying Orko. I'm sorry. I refuse. He's going to be more like a... Not comic relief either. He's going to be a loyal companion kind of gig. All right. and later on, mainly because I want to have the baby monkey riding on a pig thing, we're going to meet Creature as well. And Adam will adopt Creature as he goes along. That's an important part of the thing. So anyway, as they're finishing up this tour, we, they come back to Eternia for the, the big celebration. The, the, yeah, Eternia Day. Yeah. And Randor is like, you're, you're okay. And he, he can't really express himself because he's, he's, a, he's a stunted man emotionally, mm. Michael. He just doesn't have it in him anymore. Yeah. And he's like, but you're okay, boy. Yes. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine, Dad. Like, relax. We got this. We yeah, got we got this. It. We got it. We got and this. we see him he's full you. on smack Duncan in the face. He's like, you were supposed <laughs> to keep him safe. And Duncan's like, get your damn hands. He's going to put my steroids get in. Get your damn hands off of me. Mm-hmm. And then, Michael... Yeah. Comes the day of celebration. Dun, 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 dun. And Randor is like, get rid of that goddamn creature. Do not show the people this fucking thing. And it's Orko. And Orko is just like, okay, fine. Uh, and he wanders off. I don't think Orko speaks, but I haven't decided yet. Okay. Um, I haven't decided. Well, Orko doesn't really speak in the original, does he? He's... Yeah, he's like that. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Unless we can get, unless we can get... Um, the Ray Romano, the guy, <laughs> the guy who's in Barry, who's is the guy? Ray Romano. I think you're thinking of Ray Romano. Yeah, I'm thinking of Ray Romano. Unless we can get Ray Romano. Yeah. Um, so anyway, What's natu- Barry. Uh, Barry is the HBO series about the assassin. It's got the really funny comic actor in it, and I can't remember his name. I absolutely love his work, and I can't remember his name. I've gone blank. So anyway, what happens next? I don't know. What happens next, Mike? I don't know, Ben. Neither do I. I didn't write anything down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, there's, we, we do the traditional bloody parade through the streets, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom. A big bomb. And we see explosions all over the city. Oh, no. In kind of a really toxic-looking green. Oh, no, um, no good. And originally, Randor was like, God damn it, Hordak is back, and it's a whole thing, and da 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 And then we notice something pretty terrible, Michael. What happened? It's not... Um, it's not a, a regular bomb, Michael. There's a mutagen being released oh, into the no. crowd. People and Eternians are, Eternians are not transforming into mutants. They're transforming into like desiccated corpses. It's pretty... Oh, not good. It's going to be grim, Michael. It's mm. a grim scene. It's a grim scene. And then all of a sudden, who reveals himself? It's bloody Skeletor. Skeletor is making his grand appearance on the, the anniversary of Hordak's kind mm. of kick in the bucket. And he's like, oh, Hordak's gone. Yeah. And he's like, you've got me now. Now I'm And here. it's a whole thing. <laughs> and we have a classic Sins of the Empire. Mm. Um, I was thinking Jason Isaac 
for some form of Skeletor I'd like to see like a that's pretty good Jason Isaac I think you'd still have thing. to do you'd have to CGI buff him though you'd have to CGI buff him um, and it's very clear that whoever this guy is not all there he's a Skellington he's, for one he's thing. a Skellington for one he's a little bit unhinged mm-hmm. um, but he is magnificent when it comes to fighting mm-hmm. so he's like he's just like and then so Randor calls is in his purple? entire guard uh, I, we're gonna have like a I think he should be purple. And, and a, a witcher garb kind of thing. Okay, leather. He's in leather he's wear. He's in leather. Okay. In keeping with our leather he's a skeleton face and he's in leather wear. Well, I don't know how you'd do him. How would you do him? I think he'd have to go purple. I think what we've learned from years of adaptations to film is don't try and make it too realistic. Yeah, okay. Do him, do, him, do, him, do him iconic. Do him the way he looks. Fair enough. You know what I uh, mean? We're doing him iconic. He's mm-hmm. going to have a big hoodie thing. There's going to be a yeah. reveal with the pulling back the thing to show the skull and all that. We're going to have yeah. all that. Yeah, he's a skeleton um, head. Anyway, Randor calls in King Duncan Randy. and the guards. King Randy. King Randy. Yeah. Oh, and his fucking horses. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what the episode's called, then. calls in the <laughs> That's definitely what we're calling this episode. Um, he calls in the guard. Um, Duncan is there. Mm-hmm. And they go to eliminate this guy, and he just makes short work of them. He's just he just pulls out looks to be a pretty badass sword, kind of a Grayskully looking sword, looking pretty half a Grayskully looking motherfucker. Uh, and he pulls it out, and he makes quick work of these guys. Mm-hmm. He moves unnaturally. At one point, Duncan yes. manages to get the the killing blow in. Duncan gets him. He manages to oh, sneak good. it in because Randor's not that great. Duncan is the guy who's always been kind of the muscle. Of this oh whole no, I'm thing. just surprised that he managed to get Skellington at all. And he manages to catch him off guard when his guards haven't been. And he, we see there's an unnatural kind of click of the head. He catches mm-hmm. him off guard with the thing, and then we see the the classic bloody grabs the hood, pulls Puts the head, and goes, "That won't work anymore." Uh, and then we we're gonna get rid of him. And then it, he kind of realizes slowly. Duncan is like. That's someone we know. Mm. And he kind of recognizes this style of of swiftness and just 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 finesse. Yeah, he's Michael. He just know, finesse. He's, he knows the Eternian fighting styles. Yeah, and he's like, How did he how did he do this? How does he know the Eternian? he knows our every move? At one point the guards overwhelm him a little bit again. Yeah. He drops the sword. Yeah. One of the guards picks up the sword to kind yeah. of try and take him out and he just gets like vaporized. It's just like, Not for and you. he's like, okay, nobody touched the sword. All right. So anyway, he goes, he sees Prince Adam making his escape up the back and he's mm-hmm. like, that's the guy. That's who I'm after. And he goes straight after him. Now, there is an almighty kind of Kerfuffle to do this and get rid of him, and then Tila appears with a weapon. General Tila or General Tila? General Tila. Sorry, is Tila her first name? Yeah, I'm changing. I know I've changed that. You changed. I've changed that. It's the family name. Okay. It's like Tila, you son of a bitch. I'm in. Mm. Okay. It's it's going to be one of those. Anyway, he jumps on in there. Yeah. Does the chase, and then he's like, uh, so anyway, General Tila jumps in. Hits him with a beam or something, little something, something, yeah, something and all of a ray. sudden, this this new villain is is kind of frozen in place. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's like, "Well, that takes care of that." I've done it again. Okay, I've done it again. I'm a great. Hero. I'm a great guy. Um, and he walks down to inspect this, and you know he's he's waffling. He's he's having his proud moment of, "Did you really think?" Teach because he knows. Who it is. The utter temerity. Yeah. How could you? How could you? And Tila is smugly sitting there going, my dad's the best. And Randor is there going, oh, good, good work. Good, good job, work. Randy. Good, good job. No, I'm Tila, Randy. get out of here. Okay. And We've him, done it again. Him, Duncan, and General Tila 
have realized now slowly who this is and it's like oh we, you, you're supposed to be gone you're supposed to be dead da, 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 da. Tila comes just close enough General Tila or Lady Gen- Tila oh for god's sake General Tila stop Point. doing your bits I'm trying I'm not to, doing I'm a bit I genuinely don't know General <laughs> Tila and Adam are gone they, they've been whisked away to safety uh, okay. as would be appropriate in such Lady a situation Tila. Lady Tila yeah. has been whisked away General Tila comes up to inspect and all of a sudden yeah He's not Skeletor frozen at all. Again. Yeah, I knew he wasn't him frozen. Again. He's like, oh, and we'll have some kind of threat. I'm not good at dialogue. Dialogue's <laughs> not did, my talent. You nearly went into Joker there. Yeah, a bit. dialogue's not my talent. Right. Um, he so, goes, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Yeah, kind of. And <laughs> Tila has a panic. Um, General Tila. General Tila has a panic. And it's it looks like it's all over for General Tila. And suddenly, suddenly... Uh, who comes in? Oh, God damn it, I've forgotten. <laughs> had, this all, had this all lined up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You've nearly ruined your own He grabs an idea. And Randor, General Randy, pulls out his sword and brings it down to try and get him. And Skele- Skeletor is forced to react as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. And he kills King Randor <gasps> on the spot. Just oh, no. drives it straight through and kills him there on the spot. And he's like, ah. Oh, of course, bloody General Taylor, bloody snake that he is, does now scamper, oh. gets out of there. And Donkey's like, no, you son of a bitch. Um, and he's like, oh, come on. He was a prick. You know. He was a yeah, He's not good. Know. And he's like, I'm going to get you for this. And he's like, and Skeletor's like, no, you're not. And then we hear like a horn or a siren or something like that. Mm-hmm. And mutants begin to attack the entire oh, city. Yeah. And they tear it apart mm-hmm. this is the worst we've ever seen Eternia somehow Duncan manages to escape does a little slip away in all the confusion grabs Adam grabs Tila mm-hmm. grabs Orko General grabs Tila. Creature no Lady Tila Lady, Lady Tila. Tila doesn't give a shit about General Tila right. General Tila's a real prick yeah. real imperious prick does he grab her appropriately or inappropriately grabs her appropriately okay, grabs her. Duncan's not a bad guy he's, on, he's, 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 he's having bad times mm-hmm. but he's, he's not a bad guy so anyway they have to escape to somewhere else in Eternia mm-hmm. to kind of take stock of all this and yada 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 and I guess what happens now is we start a, a kind of a, a, a montage of sorts if you want where I do they have to travel from have you ever seen Samurai Jack? of course I've seen you know Samurai the Jack montage and we talk about it on the podcast was that they, a conceit question? where they travel and change mm-hmm. uh, travel and train in different places mm-hmm. it's exactly what's going to happen here I'm familiar um, with the montage so basically Eternia loses its its national icon and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Duncan explains to Adam that he has to become the new face to kind of lead the resistance and blah, blah. But like, this takes a couple of years. So time is just tripping along slowly. I think we're probably going to have to do more of a series thing. <laughs> or a trilogy. Or a trilogy. Right. I, I told you in episode one, I don't have a firm no, format this is, for this. This is a series, Ben, because this can't be a film trilogy because you'd need, you'd need nine acts then. Yes, I would. And you'd need peaks and highs and you haven't really thought of that. Whereas it would work as a TV show. Yes, okay. Let's because do you, can just ha- you can have TV show episodes end on, and then he jumps out and kicks a man. <laughs> he jumps out and kicks a man. Yeah. Uh, the so anyway, Skellington. <laughs> so anyway, Skeletor is slowly driving things worse and worse and worse, mm-hmm. and the, the the gang all get together, mm-hmm. um, and they do their little training montages. Adam learns slowly that you know Eternia was a terrible Bit governor. Racist, yeah. It was. It was just run by a really corrupt ideology of might makes right and yada 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 and he learns this slowly to the different people that he works with and Tila on the other hand never relinquishes no Lady Tila Lady Lady Tila never relinquishes her um, nationalism nationalism. 
and refuses to grow with the other characters. Mm. So, who Always plays her? Time, we jump back. I don't know. Who would you like to play her? I don't know. Who would you like to play her? Who would be a good team? Is she going to have a redemption or not? Oh, she is, yeah. Oh, she is? Mm. Maybe. Maybe television. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Maybe television's Madeline Petch. Who's Madeline Petch? She is Cheryl from Riverdale. Isn't Teela redhead? She is, yeah. Yeah, it's in her. She then. is, yeah. Okay, let's go with that. We'll go. Okay, fair enough. Right, Michael's decided. Madeline Patch it is. Um, so yeah, they're doing all this, going through the going through the motions, and he's becoming a better and better warrior. But he has to constantly in conflict with what he thought was right and and what is right today. So he's learning all these things. We get to see more of Eternia, which is important to us because you know nostalgia. What's going on? What's going on in Eternia? We want to know. We want to know. We want to know how it's all gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. There's a brand new guard running around, and this is this is now known as Teela's guard, General Teela's guard. General Teela's okay? guard. Yeah. And they're trying to like maintain order and structure in in the region, okay? Uh, against Skeletor's new regime that's running above all this. And Adam is like, "Oh, good, we can we can team up with talk them. to them, and we can you know it'll be great." And the first encounter they have with this Teela's guard mm-hmm. is is pretty grim. They oh, no. arrest them. And they kind of put them in camps, and we're getting a little, <laughs> we're getting a little bit of a reminiscent uh, thing to the the first act where we saw the slave camps the in the Eternian Badlands. Mm. And uh, Adam is like, "This is a disgrace! You can't do this! You can't do it to me! I'm bloody Prince Adam." The mm-hmm. guards are like, "Sure, you are, kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prince Adam. He Prince. died. He died in the he bomb. died in the the rupture, whatever you want to call it. You, we'll give it a cool name at some yeah. point. The happening. The happening. Yeah, why not? The the snap." <laughs> What was it? The blip? <laughs> the, blip. the happening. The it's blip. called the happening. Mm. Anyway, we get back to the camps. Yeah. And now Adam's really <laughs> starting to see. Adam's really starting to see just what Eternia was doing. Because mm. these aren't new camps, Michael. Mm. These camps have always been. He's like, these aren't new. These yeah, well, look like they've been here for decades. It's not in Barcelona. I don't quite. A little football joke for you there. Thanks. The new camp. It's, ah, the, ah, it's, sorry. The, it's the it's the football football joke. Michael, Pod- when when you came to me, <laughs> yes, three years ago, yes. said, "Do you want to do a podcast? Yes, about comic books and pop culture. Yes. What about me made you think that one day a new camp joke based on football would go? On? Look, you have to maintain one football joke per season. <laughs> All right, fair anyway, enough. That, that was it. Let's wave it fondly goodbye. It's not in uh, it's not in Barcelona. They're not in a new camp. They're, They're the not old in a camp. New camp. Anyway. More Eternians are chained up. More bloody things are oh. more bloody things are happening. Let's see. And suddenly, everyone's been forced into leather wear. Yeah. So Adam is forced to work on his empathy here, where he meets older Eternians and things mm. like this, and he begins to learn about you know, Skeletor. There are rumors about what Skeletor is, and you know, Skeletor's running this camp, and da 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 da. And Adam is like, no, no, they they weren't Skeletor's men. They were. Teal they were wearing Eternian guard mm. uniforms. And they were like, no, no, it, it, it's Skeletor. It's got to be Skeletor. Only Skeletor would do something this bad. Mm-hmm. And he was like, who is Skeletor? And they're trying to find all this out. Mm-hmm. And he meets different people as he goes along, including scholars and things like that. They've been in prison because they always come for the academics oh, first, yeah. Michael. They always come for the academics people first. People who wear glasses. And they've been put in the camp as well. Uh, and the academics explain, no, well, Skeletor is wielding half of Grayskull mm. and it's like what do you mean he's wielding half of Grayskull well it's, it's on all the video files and they show because they have videos in this they've got videos yeah they've, they've got robot horses they've got robot horses they've got fucking horses oh. they're going to have fucking videos oh. um, <laughs> so anyway they pull it up and they're like look it's a thing because the sword is like pretty wicked it's a famous looking. sword yeah. it's pretty wicked it's 
fucking wicked sword. Sweet wicked uh, sword. Oh, have you seen that fucking sword? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, they pulled it up um, and he's like, yeah, that's 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 not the full sword, though. It's only half of it. And they're like, what do you mean it's not the full sword? He's like, well, the full sword's pretty fucking bitching. Yeah. And that ain't the full sword. He's got where's half the of it. rest of it then? And it's like, where's the, where's the rest of it? And he goes, oh, well, we don't know. Uh-huh. We don't know. I mean, like, Ten years ago, when the uh, when the kingdom experienced an unprecedented uh, progression in technology and, and energy, and we became independent of any kind of fossil fuel or anything like that, I mean that might have something to do with it. The magic you know, sword. ten years ago when General Tila came back with a, an untapped potential, he power has a sword, sword, the son of a bitch. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there's all this going on. But before Adam can put one and one together and make an L two, yeah, he's, um, he's not the smartest. The bloody liberated, the yeah. bloody liberated from the camp only. Yeah. The people liberating the camp look awfully like Skeletors, man. Oh, no. There's mutants liberating people from the camp. Mm. And we're like, hey. What's going on here? What the fuck is this? Where do my political allegiances lie? And uh, over time, it's a bloody, bloody sexy lady there, Michael. Oh. Bloody sexy lady leading the charge here. Oh, She's really a bloody good. badass with a bloody oh. staff. Oh, and like she the, seems to have more power than the most. I like the sound of this one. Man. And it's like, oh, it's Lynn. No way. Check it no, out. It's Lynn. Back, but she's Lynn's sexy back, now. but she's sexier because she's grown up. Um, so anyway, all that's bloody happening. And she's liberating people from the bloody camps. She's like, right to the Badlands, lads. Come on. Off you pop. Off you pop. We're not after you. We're after the Eternians. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wait, what? what? Huh? What's going on here? What's going on? And so they go off and they do all this. And Adam decides to keep his bloody mouth shut, mm-hmm. which is a great idea. Yeah. Which is a great idea. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. Smart kid. Smart kid. Not a milksop. Not mm-hmm. a milksop. So they go to the Badlands and they begin to learn that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Lynn kind of takes a shine to him. Lynn's like, mm, this is a bit of all right. Mm. Because as you know, we don't have any weird romance subplots this time because Skeletor or Kelor met her when she was much younger. It's oh, more yeah. of a, a also, father-daughter dynamic. This film is probably financed by the Chinese. And they probably don't, be a Chinese lady, yeah. Sure. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that they don't like an overt romance in a movie. Yeah, they don't. It's no, against the conservative values. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so we're not having any of that, but she's bloody, she's bloody mm. taking a look at Adam yeah, and she's yeah, like, oh, oh, do you know what? All that training with oh, different uh, cultures is a firm set of buns. And as you've said before, Michael, if you want to know the true power of a man, Check out that caboose. Check out his buns. That's where the power comes from, so Michael has a can of peaches in hers. A can of peaches, not just peaches. Mm. Very cylindrical. A firm. Very cylindrical. Peaches. I have a cylindrical bottom. That's why he'll be playing Duncan in the uh, <laughs> film adaptation. Um, so anyway. So anyway. Yes. Uh, and she's bloody explaining. She's like, well, you know, I don't agree with all of his methods, but he is liberating Eternia. And yeah. Adam's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you see the gas? The gas, the gas is pretty fucked the up. Gas. The, the murder gas, gas. Fucked up. the murder gas is the pretty bombs. fucked up. And she's like, "It has to be done. We have to, we have to tear down the system." So what we're having here, Michael, and what I want you to picture in your brain. Yeah, before we finish up. Is yes, yeah, sorry, we're gonna have to do a part three. I think. Sorry, Bloody hell. It, um, part three. Um, but basically, what we have here, Michael, is we're beginning to see that you know there are extremes on both sides. There's some interesting uh, debate uh, happening here. Yeah. What I want you to take away from this section, Michael. Go on is that we're very anti-monarchy. We don't like that shit. Okay, okay. we're getting rid of that. Here at the podcast, you mean? We're here at the podcast and in our, you know, bitch. So he starts to realise, oh man, things are so murky and messy and muddled mm. up. I'm going to Canada. And then, you know, he's trying to wait and, and meet this Skeletor. He wants to meet the guy who mm-hmm. ruined his life. And he's he's coming up with a plan. He's like, I'm going to kick, gonna kick this him in the guy's head. ass. And then Lynn reveals that, well, I mean, Skeletor used to be Eternian your dad he was <laughs> your dad <gasps> <laughs> and he was, I haven't really been paying attention to he was that, like oh my god sorry <laughs> <laughs> and he's like 
what what do you mean he used to be attorney? He's like, it's Kalor. <gasps> and he's like, the war hero Kalor, yeah. who sacrificed his life at the band. He's like, he's, he's not dead. And then we, and then who walks in? Bloody fucking Kalor. Skeletor. Oh, no. oh, and no. he strolls in. And it's clear again, we see, he just strolls, he strolls, he strides straight past Adam. And Adam is like, oh, I'm going to, Get that son of kick, a him, bitch. kick him in the head. I'm ready. Um, and Lynn is like, "Don't, don't look at him. Don't even look at him." And he's like, "I thought you said he was a hero. I said he was doing the right thing. I didn't say he was a hero." And we can see now that there's something a little bit off with Skeletor. He seems a bit mad. Mm-hmm. He's muttering to himself as he walks past. He's like, "He did go through a lot, Ben. Let's be fair." I know that was the character development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a veteran, Michael, who's been. Done wrong by the mm-hmm. system. I've got all kinds of tropes and archetypes oh, yeah. running oh, through yeah. here. I know. And he, you can see he's he's talking tropes. to someone, and Lynn is like, "Hey, what's going on, Kalor?" And he's like, "Don't call me that." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, but you know, remember when I saved you that time, and you know, we brought you back to life with stuff we probably shouldn't have touched, and probably should have done more research on." He's like, "You didn't save anything." Yeah. And he's going mental. So he's he's having one of these moments, and he's he's a little bit schizophrenic. So we're going to need a character with a lot of range. We're going to need an actor with a lot of range here. I think Michael Jason Isaacs. Yeah, I think Jason Isaacs could probably do it. Doesn't have a skull face though. Doesn't, but I'm sure he'd be willing to peel his face off. Yeah, for the he part. probably would. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> he's trolling along. And he goes, right. I have to go and consult with my counsel. Good goodbye. Blah blah. blah. And there's a bunch of mutants following after the classic mutants. That we classic know. mutants, yeah. Wolverine. Wolverine yeah. uh, Professor X is there Jubilee along. Um, that's great and he goes into his chamber and that's that uh, and that's where we're going to have to leave it for now we're going oh, to no, our last big reveal yeah. that the Skeletor is kind of a demented creature um, and uh, yes we're going to have to leave Who's it for this time because we're, we're almost out of time I don't know Michael I haven't figured that out he'll be a little bit older he'll be over 25 at this point in the film we'll have a uh, or this point in the series or whatever and we'll have a little and is he he's a big unit he's not a big he doesn't have to a be big... a massive unit okay. because he hasn't got the power sword yet okay. he hasn't got the, the sword of grayskull yet yeah okay so he can we'll, be an average we'll, unit we're going to get to that in a second we're going right. to get to that in a second well not a second Ben next time uh, yeah we'll get to it next time ladies and gentlemen have you been enjoying the pitch so far I have oh. I don't really pay full attention you sometimes don't. and I get you a bit confused check out and check the little video on your phone no that was an accident I was trying to find out no, who, okay. uh, who should play um, who should play Evelyn fine who should play Evelyn I don't know because she has to be around 25 right I don't know actresses ladies and gentlemen 25. that'll give us a perfect segue who do you think should be playing the various characters in my TV series slash film slash pitch Olivia Munn Olivia oh oh yeah she's a bit too old though bit too I think old. Olivia Munn's 40 bit too old but you can pay bloody, 25 bloody, when you're 40 bloody, can't you bloody 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 I don't have anybody um, <laughs> who, who's who's Big and up and coming at the minute. Vanessa Hudgens. Margot Robbie. Get Margot Robbie. You wouldn't get Margot Robbie for this little TV pitch. We know it doesn't have to be a TV pitch. We can restructure. Michael. I don't think Margot Robbie is evil looking enough. Yeah, it's true. That's true. She's not necessarily evil in this. Evil, evil Lynn. Lynn just. Her name is Evil Lynn. Wait, there's going to be character progression as we go not, along. Michael. Her name's not bloody this good Lynn. This is the origin. It's not good Lynn, Ben. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Go on. Anyway. Oh, you're doing your roundup. Do him a roundup. Yeah. What do you think so far? Are you still involved? Should we do a part three? Should we not do a part three? I think three? we should do a part three. Let us know if you don't want us to do a part three <laughs> and focus on other things. Wouldn't that be uh, great if that was the most feedback we ever got? Ladies and gentlemen, I really hope it isn't. It'll hurt my feelings. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it from us this week. You can get in touch with us in a number of places. We are online at shomrabeog.com S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com It means tiny room in Irish. It absolutely does. Well, uh, kind you, of. You can find us on the gram yeah. at uh, shomrabeog S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G. 
Just that. Yeah, you don't need to add anything else. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, like and subscribe, please. We'd really enjoy that. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a bloody review. There's no review there. January's not over. It's still time for a very, 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 very late Christmas present. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're listening to us on Spotify, do follow along. We will be back if you haven't had enough of us this week on Wednesday. We can listen to our brand new collecting issues on Lock and Keys. Yes, we will. So if you want to get caught up uh, before you see the new Netflix series, please give that a listen on Wednesday. That's also, it. Oh. Ben, next week we're talking about uh, we're doing a retrospective look at the best TV and film properties that are comic book but not actually based on comic books okay I didn't know we were doing that cool I just decided now yes excellent (laughs) alright ladies and gentlemen that's it from us bye 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 bye